0: I'm just going to do a quick sound check and I think we're live yes yes oh here we are yes we are live ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Bitcoin doctor show live every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time welcome to the show and uh, we've got a lot of things to cover uh, today, um, we're going to talk about Bitcoin, we're going to talk about Hex, we're going to talk about Poly Network, um, all things crypto. Uh, we hope to build an enormous audience uh, that loves talking crypto. Uh, in 2020, an investment of $100 million from Mass Mutual. Um, A 171-year-old insurance company and a series of investments totaling over $5 billion uh, by MicroStrategy Incorporated, uh, led by CEO Michael Saylor, converting their corporate treasury cash into Bitcoin, led a trend in the corporate world, which made 2020 an an amazing year for crypto. Uh, My name is Joe Terry here, and my lawyers tell me that you will not believe the following Uh, a I'm not a financial advisor can you believe that Uh, B you should do your own research D Y O R do your own research I can't believe my lawyer said this and C, never take financial advice from a guy on a video podcast on the internet why my lawyers would take that position. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, because I just don't agree. I think you are smarter than what my lawyer thinks. Uh, Please send all Ethereum and Hex donations to the Ethereum address in the show notes. Uh, Please send um, Bitcoin donations to the Bitcoin address in the show notes. Uh, Listen to the program on uh, blog talk radio we will upload the the uh, sound to blog talk radio um very shortly after the show ends check out the new app uh for staking and managing hex investments and soon polychain investments or um (laughs) pulse chain investments uh at staker app s-t-a-k-e-r appstakerapp.bitcoin-doctor.com, and please visit hope.com. Please visit hope.com. I think you will really enjoy it, and uh, I will I will give you a uh, preview of hope.com right after our main uh, story of the day. This main story of the day is very sad. Uh, $611 million recently uh, uh, stolen by hackers uh, in the Poly Network um, ecosystem. Poly Network being a uh, bridge uh, protocol um, between uh, several different blockchains and $611 million Was recently stolen. Well, the latest news is that uh, over $260 million has been returned uh, by the hacker and uh, they are um, trying to make amends uh, and trying to forestall um, significant legal action. Um, There's been a lot of stories about the trail that this particular hacker has left. Uh, Maybe that's gotten to them. And they realize uh, they better uh, return as much as they can as quickly as they can and maybe they can just get off with you know a few million here and there Uh, but um, available data is showing that the poly network hacker is beginning to return the stolen funds an address linked with the infamous hacker of decentralized finance cross-chain bridging protocol poly network has returned over 260 million dollars stolen from the network and there's a um, a tweet about that and uh it's it's really uh pretty significant uh first there was a a a, a yeah a trial amount of 4 million dollars uh that was returned by the hacker um, you can see here uh 2.6 million in eth 1. uh 1 in uh Binance smart chain and 1 million in uh to their polygon address but then subsequent uh to that um, they received uh 3 a total of 3.3 3 million uh to the ethereum network 256 million dollars to the Binance Smart Chain uh, address and uh, still just uh, 1 million to Polygon. The remainings are 269 million on Ethereum, 84 million on Polygon. So there still is a significant amount uh, nearly 300 million out there but uh, um, slowly but surely uh, data from Polyscan Polygon scan indicated that the Polygon address used by the hacker first dropped 10,000 in USDC to a wallet set up by Polynetwork at 8.46 UTC on Wednesday, then sent another million 15 million minutes later. <coughs> so the hacker is um, making amends. But um, this just goes to show you, that, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, it's a, it's 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 a problem when you Uh, give up control of your keys Um, most all DeFi is marked by um, uh, admin keys and uh you know most DeFi. let's say it's you know the the good guys they're the good guys in general but you still have to give them your 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 uh crypto and and then they promise to pay you back and of course if they didn't pay you back, they would go out of business. But maybe it will uh, someday be profitable for them to go out of business. Well, um, do you really want to take that risk? Um, so the idea is, why chance it? Why chance it? Um, the the best DeFi protocol available today is Hex, Hex.com. Uh, the best DeFi protocol available. You never give away your private keys. You never expose yourself to this kind of potential, uh, hacking. Uh, the people that lost, you know, this money, uh, still over almost three million, three hundred million million, $300 million is out there still, um, lost it because they trusted the, uh, poly network and they trusted the security protocols in place rather than just holding on to their own money or using decentralized finance protocols like hex. So, um, there you go. All right. So that's the the big news of the day. Um, if if you lost your money in the poly network hack, uh it looks like some of it's coming back. Um, Ripple XRP will now scale remittances between uh, Thailand and Korea this is kinda cool Uh, Ripple's footprint in uh, across the Asia Pacific region uh, increases as a southern South Korean uh, money transfer company connects to Thailand's oldest bank on RippleNet a major South Korean uh, remittance service provider partnered up with ripple in a bid to power up payments between the country and thailand Uh, many people know that remittances are huge and lots of people uh, from thailand go to work in south korea um, which is a very vibrant economy and then they send money back to thailand and Sending it via Western Union is a ripoff. Uh, MoneyGram is a ripoff. They really rip off people in these um, these other countries, uh, to the tune of ten percent. You want to send a hundred bucks? It costs ten bucks. That may not sound like a lot, but if you do that every week, if you do that, you know, twice a month, if it's not a hundred bucks, if it's five hundred bucks, ten um, percent is a lot. And so RippleNet has, a, has an opportunity here um, to do these things not only faster, but much, much, much cheaper and with extremely high security. And potentially, um, if you're sending money back to, let's say, mom or dad or, or uh, children, siblings, um, you might be able to send it directly to their wallets. So they don't even have to leave home. They don't have to take the security risks of leaving home and going to a central financial district. Um, there are many reasons why this is going to be great. Uh, so, the South Korean uh, remittance service provider has linked with Thailand's leading bank by market cap, uh, Siam Commercial Bank, SCB, through the use of RippleNet, according to Ripple's blog post on Tuesday. Ripple uh, already has a strong presence in South Korea, established through partnerships with several financial institutions and money transfer companies in the country, including Cross, ENF, CentBee, and Harpass. Um, And they go on to say, we chose Ripple as our partner because with RippleNet, we can launch into new countries with new partners within one to two weeks said Subhash Chandra uh, Podal, director and COO at GME Remittance, adding that the new partnership provides the South Korean remittance service provider with an edge over the competition. This is really a remittance provider, maybe a company with lots of storefronts. They know the neighborhoods where these people want to send money back and forth, both in Thailand and in South Korea. And um, they want to use a secure platform to transmit the money. They're getting cash uh, in hand from their, uh, the front end. Uh, and so they, they're secure about receiving the cash on the front end. Now they just want to make the, the transfer securely and quickly. And so uh, that person can then text their relative, Hey, did you get the money? Hey, did you get the money? And, um, and it's happening within minutes. Um, So this is great, great news. Good for uh, Ripple, good for the XRP Army. Um, Ripple says we're excited to partner with GME Remittance uh, to accelerate and scale payments from South Korea into Thailand, building on the RippleNet momentum in the Asia-Pacific corridor, um, where transactions are growing 130% a year transactions are growing a hundred and thirty percent a year um that's a, that's a good business uh, good for ripple good for the xrp army um this is just a silly story uh Ren is bringing decentralized stable coins to dogecoin and others digibyte digibyte is a great product by the way or great platform project uh and others can now be used for reliable payments and DeFi transactions. That's good. Um, you should know about VM. It's an excellent, excellent, excellent uh, project. Uh, Ren, uh, just renproject.io. Renproject.io. Uh, you, you should investigate it. Um, they're doing a lot of great things. Um, it's it's a pro a quality project quality project Uh, not much more can be said about that and what I want to do right now um, is do a quick switch on you I'm gonna just talk a little bit to you about um, hex Uh, I want someone to to uh, give you a sense of what is what is right and what is different about hex, and uh, so we're going to go into that really briefly, and uh, then I will be back with more information on um, Ren. So let me see here, and is that where I want to be? I think I do. Oh. And I think that's where I want to be. Okay, good. Here we go. Now, I just want to question whether I'm getting desktop audio like I should be, and I don't believe I am, so now I will be, and here we go.
1: The invention of cryptocurrencies brought us alternatives to the traditional financial system. HEX is the next step in that evolution, designed to replace high-interest time-deposit savings accounts. Stake your HEX coins for a fixed time period. And once your stake expires, HEX pays you the interest you're owed. The longer lockdown period you choose, the higher interest rate you receive. HEX is a smart contract built on top of the Ethereum network, providing you trustless, decentralized interest without any banking fees or middlemen. Bitcoin miners generate about 650,000 coins a year in total. They have to sell most of it to cover their high electricity costs, forcing down the price of Bitcoin on the market. Rather than paying miners, HEX pays the stakers instead, who have no mining costs pushing down the price of HEX. And the more people stake their coins, the less will be available on the market for buyers, which in turn increases the price of HEX. However, if less people stake, then the contract automatically increases the amount of interest earned by the remaining stakers. This balance ensures that it's always beneficial to be a staker. You can already buy Hex on a growing number of exchanges. If you are a Bitcoin holder, why not hold your investment in an asset that actually rewards you for holding?
0: Yeah, that's uh, in a nutshell, the invention of crypto... Why Hex is a great... Uh, product to get involved with and uh, we will talk more about that at some point but right now I want you to look at this this is hope.com hope.com this is a um, domain name uh, owned by Michael Saylor and it's uh, all about um, the monetary um shift of uh regarding uh bitcoin and uh it is certainly something uh that uh you should know I more about fi- so i'm gonna uh show you this and um, i'll be right back
2: i wish i'd figured it out at a hun- at a dollar or at ten dollars or at a hundred and eleven dollars or at a thousand dollars but I have this motto, better late than never. <laughs> Look, I think this is a classic paradigm shift, as Thomas Kuhn would say in the structure of scientific revolutions. And you can see them with the automobile, with, with a mobile phone, with airlines, with, with uh, crude oil. Up until the paradigm shift starts, you could go 100, you know, people tried to create airplanes that flew for hundreds of years. Leonardo da Vinci was thinking about it. And up until 1902, every learned person in the universe could give you a million reasons why airplanes will never work. And in 1903, a couple of bicycle mechanics from Dayton, Ohio, not the people you would think would invent the airplane, they figured it out, bicycle mechanics. And from 1903, what is it, uh, Daedalus tried to fly, Too close to the sun, or Icarus, Icarus, (laughs) Icarus crashes and burns. Thousands of years, people have been trying and failing. In 1903, it sort of works. By 1969, we're on the moon. And so the S-curve, it it, it kicks up, it accelerates. And um, with all these technologies, I think the time to buy them is when they're big enough that it's obvious they work. And they've got massive momentum, but when 99% of the people on the street don't understand them. And in this particular case, I, I say it's, it's reasonable. 99.9% of all the assets in the world are in alt assets. $250 trillion in, in bonds, stock, real estate, precious metals, derivatives. $250 billion in Bitcoin. 0.1%. 10 basis points. I don't think that means that 99.9% of people don't know, but maybe 99% don't really understand it. So on one hand, we know we're early because it's the solution to $250 trillion worth of a problem. The problem is in uh, an aggressively expanding monetary environment where fiat currency is not going to hold its value, i.e. where the If I'm sucking 10 or 15 percent of the energy out of a unit of currency every year, and you know, it depends upon which which unit of currency, right? In Argentina or Turkey, we're losing more than 10 percent energy a year. In the U.S., we could debate whether it's 10 or whether it's 15. If you looked at the M2 monetary supply, right, maybe it was 5 percent expansion for 10 years, and now it looks like it's 20 percent this year. And what's your forecast for next year? Right. in an environment where you're expanding the monetary supply you're sucking the energy out of the unit of currency all the equities all the bonds have to be valued as a discounted value the cash flows and so the discount rate is equal to the risk-free discount rate seems like it's the monetary expansion rate that and so if the, if the money supply is expanding by 10%, the discount rate's got to be 10%, which means that, that the, under, the fundamental underpinnings of a bond based on its cash flows have to be discounted by 10% a year. And a, an equity has to be the same way. So everybody in the world is, you know, if you've got real estate, you're valuing the real estate based upon the discounted cash flows of the rents. And if you've got a bond, you're valuing the bond based upon the sum of the discounted cash flows of the bond. And if you've got a stock, you're valuing based on the sum of the discounted values of the stock and the fiat currency in, in the system where the the entity is doing business, whatever that might be. So everybody's holding those assets. And in a world where the fiat currencies are expanding at 0% a year, there's no problem. right? The, the underpinning, if the US dollar was expanding at 0% a year, the underpinning of the currency, the base currency layer, is stable you have hard money no one's got a problem and yeah. as as we expand it everybody's got a problem and now you've got a solution and 99 of the people don't understand the solution ergo we're very early in the s curve but we're 250 billion into it which means that when the fire was when we were at a billion dollars it could have been snuffed out i mean i could you know, you could figure out what could have happened. The IRS could have given you a hostile tax treatment. The, uh, you know, the government could have made it illegal to own it, Bank, you know, you could go through a parade of, of things, the, the forks could have forked, 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 forked again, you know, hackers could have found a way to hack the blockchain and, and drain off the value. You know, each of those things could have been debilitating to its growth, it's just like starting a fire. It's like, you can snuff out the flame But once it's a forest fire, not so easy to snuff it out, right? So I think that we've got a forest fire way. We have a fire in cyberspace. It is raging with $250 billion worth of monetary energy. I think it's too big to stop right now, or at least let's just say it's it's conceivable to stop the forest fire. But it's a lot harder to stop the forest fire than it is to put out the campfire. It was a campfire when it was a dollar. If if you take as a given that that dollars are constant and valuable, then, of course, you would never trade your dollars for anything that had volatility because you would see that as risky. But if you take as a given that the dollar is going to lose 10 percent of its value every year, then it changes your frame of reference. I think that a metaphor which is very useful here or a model that's very useful is um You know, if if I'm a company and I have billions of dollars of cash and I'm pretending there's no problem, it's kind of like you have a bunch of kids and someone comes into your home and they turn down the temperature in the kid's room by 10 degrees each year. And you can either stay in your home and in the third or the fourth year, your kids are living in 40 degree temperature (laughs) or you can actually get a new house and you can take a risk and you can move to a new home in a place that you've never lived before where the sun is shining where someone's not continually cranking the temperature down at some point you know you got to decide is it are you more afraid of moving than you are of staying and i guess it, it it depends upon whether you actually are paying attention to the children
0: Okay, well, I I think I would pay attention to the children. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. I would pay attention. Uh, You can find more at hope.com. Hope.com. We're still early. Uh, Bitcoin, we're still early. Hope.com. So I promised you that I would talk a little bit more about... Um, I promised you that I would talk a little bit more about Ripple, or I'm sorry, about um, wait a minute, oh, we're gonna, REN, and I thought I was scheduled to talk about REN. Um. Oh. Well, maybe I've uh, lost that train for Ren I will go on to another subject. We, oh yeah, we did talk about it, and I told you Renproject.io. Okay, well, I hope you remember. Um, will blockchain micro lending fill a financial shortfall for small business business owners? I read the article. It's interesting. Uh, eh, I don't want to talk about it too much. Bottom line is lots of small businesses could utilize um, quick reserves of cash here and there. And then they have um, high cash flow so that they can pay back the loan as long as it isn't, you know, absorbent. As long as it isn't, uh, pardon the uh, expression, you know, the local loan shark um, um, giving them cash, the local drug dealer, um, giving them cash and then, uh, wanting to eat free in their restaurant all the time or something crazy like that. Um, so, uh, but small business owners don't really have anywhere to turn. Um, uh, many small businesses operate kind of like people who live paycheck to paycheck without much savings. And it's true, um, uh, typically only have a month's worth of cash on hand to keep the lights on. These aren't consumers who can afford to over-collateralize. Um, to take advantage of DeFi loans, lenders would first need to circumvent the need for over-collateralization. Collateral, uh, like, if you need 100 bucks, can you put up 150 so I can loan you 100 That's just stupid <laughs> silly and stupid um there needs to be a better way uh for low collateralized low collateral blockchain facilitated microloans are both possible and worth pursuing under this arrangement cash strap business owners would not only receive access to much needed funding but also have a voice in the design of their financial products a voice that centralized uh, banking systems rarely, if ever, permit lenders for their part, would have the opportunity to generate profit from these loans and inject much needed innovation into a lending ecosystem that has long been dominated by centralized financial giants um, is it Is it a dream today? Yes, but tomorrow it could very well provide financial backing for real world aspirations. Um, The real issue is that uh, a typical uh, theoretical small business owner, if they wanted to take $2,000 out to cover a payroll shortfall and follow DeFi's rate, DeFi rates average collateralization ratio, they would need to put down $6,900 dollars just to obtain the loan. If you had $6,900, why would you need a $2,000 loan? Why? Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculoso. Um, U.S. US uh, SEC finds so-called DeFi lending project after 30 million raise. Um. pardon me for a second I will be right back I have a little break I have to take Thank you very much for that pause while uh, I was away. You were looking at um, the mug for um, uh, Ivan, uh, the, the proprietor of Ivan on Tech and Morales. And uh, I want you to know what Morales is.
3: So uh, let's give a listen. What is Morales. Morales. Morales is a piece of software. It is middleware. What is Morales? Morales is a piece of software. It is middleware that allows you to build cross-chain dApps very, very quickly. This picture really explains all of it. Because as you can see in each technological revolution, such as for example, the PC revolution, which you see on the left, or the internet revolution, which you see in the middle, there is always some kind of middleware that allows developers to build things quickly. So for example, in the PC era, you had Windows come out and say, Hey, don't build your desktop apps for specific hardware build it for Windows and we will ensure that your app that you have created for Windows will run everywhere on all machines, on all hardware and you don't have to worry. If there is a new hardware that comes out, your app will work instantly with that new hardware. The same thing happened with the internet where AWS said, hey, you don't have to host your own server, use our infrastructure and use our technology and whenever there is a new technology or you need to expand your server or you need to make it more powerful, we will be able to do that and you, as developer, don't have to do anything You just write your app for users, you create the user experience, that's what you care about. And right now, the same is also happening with blockchain, where Morales is the middleware, which is right now becoming the leading middleware for blockchain, where you as a dev developer, you don't have to worry about cross-chain, how to do your app for Ethereum, for Polygon, for Avalanche, for Polkadot, you just make your app for Morales, and it instantly works everywhere. And when there is a new blockchain that is becoming big, your app will instantly work on that blockchain out of the box without you as a developer having to do any customization, without you as a developer having to maintain your app or do some kind of change in the plumbing, in the backend. And of course, this is what you see when you go to our website. We say that you can build serverless apps. What do we mean by that? We mean that you don't have to run your own infrastructure. You just use Morales SDK and you focus on the front end. You focus on what actually matters. You use Morales as the operating system to build upon. So here's an example when you want to log in a user through, let's say, MetaMask. You run one line of code and when the user logs in through this line of code, because when this line of code is executed, MetaMask shows up. So as soon as the user clicks sign in, you get all of their information, all of their transactions, all of their balances, all of their NFTs. And you do that, you get that cross chain. So you get that for Ethereum, for Matic, for Binance chain. Soon we're adding Moonbeam, Avalanche, all of the chains. So you as a dApp developer with Binance of Code suddenly, you have a user profile across different chains. You have all of the information you need to start building. For example, in order to get their NFTs, you just write, hey, moralesweb NFTs." That's it. That's it. And you can do it cross chain. You select the chain right here. Also, let's say you want to add email login. Let's say you want to log in your user with username or email and password first, and then you can attach more and more addresses. You can attach Ethereum address, Bitcoin address, Avalanche address. Well, you can do that with Morales as well. So Morales is really a full end solution for not only logging in users with crypto, but also logging users with email and then adding crypto. And also one user can have many addresses associated with their user profile. So one user can have a a address on um, Ethereum, Binance, Polygon, one address, and then another address where they also do things cross-chain, you can connect everything to one single user. We also allow to fetch historical transactions for users, for NFTs, for smart contracts, whatever you really want. We do have maybe the biggest index of all blockchain transactions across all blockchains, where you get logs, you get past smart contracts events, you get real-time transactions very, very easily as well. And we show you on this YouTube channel, how to set it up, how to set up real-time transactions and watch a smart contract address all through very, very simple JavaScript, literally one line of code and you can get, get going. You can store whatever you want in Morales database because Morales comes with a built-in infinitely scalable database and you can store off-chain data if you want. For example, when a user logs in with crypto, crypto address, you can add email, you can add phone number, you can send push notifications to that user, you can send emails to that user, you can upload files. So all in all, as you can see, we have collected the most important pieces of infrastructure that each and every dApp needs. Each and every dApp needs to log in a user. Each and every dApp needs to fetch all transactions. Each and every dApp needs to fetch all balances. Each and every dApp needs to watch real time, in real time, whatever happens on the blockchain and needs to get a notification about that. Each and every dApp needs to get uh, index information. For example, the top holders of a coin, the top holders of an NFT, all holders on an NFT, all holders of a coin, and so, on and so forth, user balances. All of this requires massive infrastructure investment if you are to do this yourself, absolutely massive. And the problem is if you do this yourself and you invest massively, then a new chain comes out and you have to start from scratch. Let's say you have your app working right now on Ethereum. How do you take it to Solana? Well, with Morales, you don't have to do anything. It's the same interface, it's the same API as with all other chains. So that's very important. And this is the biggest value proposition of Morales. And Morales right now, with all of the adoption we gotten, For example, if you've been following the news, you know that we are right now used by the biggest projects, like for example, Superfarm, which adopted our NFT capabilities, NFT API. We are right now growing like never before. So this is becoming the standard for dApps. This is the standard middleware that you use in order to create decentralized applications on top of any chains. That's important. And the key thing here is that we never compromise decentralization. This is as decentralized as it is right now because each and every app, they have their own backend in order to coordinate all of the infrastructure to read data from the blockchain and to index data from the blockchain. That is how everyone does it right now. The problem is that everyone has to do this from scratch on their own, while Morales provides a solution that everyone can use. And all assets, all ownership, all NFTs, all smart contracts, they're still on the blockchain. So most important things are always on the blockchain, but to coordinate how to read from blockchain, how to index blockchain, that is what Morales provides and that never compromises any decentralization, which is very, very important. So now that you understand what Morales does and how it works, try it out using the link below. In order to get started quickly, I recommend going through the tutorial which you can see right here which basically shows you how to create a simple dApp in three minutes as you can see we do a simple website a simple html site we initialize Morales, then we add a login functionality like this uh, that you just authenticate your user one line of code that's it as soon as you've done so now you can get all historical transactions for your users so you can just look up a moralis query if historical transactions that's it that's it. And you can display all of their transactions on the screen if you want, or you can do something with that information. For example, here in the tutorial, we calculate the average gas fee that you paid uh, in, your, in your profile, in your Ethereum address. And then you can also add real-time transactions. So we show you how to do that, how to look on the blockchain with one of code. Literally, you create a subscription like this one line of code uh, and you base it on this query where you just specify, look at all Ethereum transactions where the from address is my user and give me an alert. And this is everything that is needed. It is as simple as as it can get. Uh, We also show you how to add your custom code to the backend, to Morales backend. It's very, very easy. And this is how it should be, guys. This is how blockchain development was supposed to be from the beginning. And this is the power that you have when you build mobile apps and web apps in the traditional space, not in blockchain, but when you build traditional web apps and and mobile apps, for example. This is how development looks like. Everything is easy, everything is one line of code. And this is what we're bringing to the crypto community. Not only are we giving all of this to you right now, you can start using it for free at Morales.io and we have very generous plans. We also have things such as, for example, full node. So basically you get 5 million daily requests for free to our full archive nodes. So for example, Binance Chain full archive node, Matic full archive node, Ethereum full archive node. Also we added Arbitrum. So now there's Arbitrum as well, uh, which you don't see here on the screen, but also Arbitrum. And this is all very, very special. Why? Because once again, I haven't seen anyone give the same generous free rate limits like we have for full archive nodes and i recommend you also watch this video get full archive binance channel for free if you are interested in that so do that and uh, reach out reach out to us join the community when you sign up you get an invite link to discord so join us as soon as possible and let's start working very very quickly and let's make sure that you will be the successful dab that you dream about so see you all very, very soon guys have a good day and goodbye 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 goodbye
0: all right all right all right all right yeah it's really exciting um uh very very exciting um it's just uh morales and uh you can find out more at morales m-o-r-a-l-i-s dot i-o morales dot i-o um it's great it's uh really a great tool for building uh blockchain applications and uh, highly highly uh, recommend it whether it's ethereum binance smart chain um matic i believe they have now and uh, Arbitrum or, or something like that i forgot what the what they said there um but they're gonna they're gonna bring all the, the, the chain link they're gonna bring all the uh, integrations that they can to bear and uh, you as a Morales developer will get those for you know um, for free basically um, it's 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 pretty amazing um, what they're uh, accomplishing um, they started with Ivan on Tech, um, um, at uh, Ivanon Tech's, um, where is his uh, academy? Ivanon Tech Blockchain Academy, and they're going to be um, re uh, re sort of um, talking about that. What am I saying? What am I saying? They're going to be re architecting Ivan on Tech Academy to be Morales Academy, I think. Um, so, um, if you're interested in becoming a blockchain developer, I mean, you can start from scratch. Maybe you don't even kn- know anything about uh, programming. Um, they, they really will start you from where you are. And um, it's, it's, it's a really uh, great organization. Um, Okay, here we go. Kevin, 23 years old. Let's check this out. And I'm going to make this big and hold on to your hat. Kevin, full-time crypto at 23 years old.
4: My name is Kevin. I'm 23 years old. I'm an Academy alumni. The thing that brought me to full, being full-time crypto is uh, coming on board as an ambassador for a couple of different uh, crypto projects. Uh, the main one being Suku. And we're all about um, bringing transparency and reliability to supply chain solutions uh, across the globe. The Academy changed my life in more ways than I could describe. I was at home. I had nothing to do. Suddenly I, I found ivan's live streams and it it sparked a a bit of interest in me and then i realized okay all i'm doing all day is 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 just sitting here and not really doing anything so why don't i try this crazy guy from sweden is talking about and i i did and the results that have come from that have been mind-blowing not only has it brought me you know has has it improved my professional life and it's improved my my the amount of connections that i've been able to make but it's improved my confidence as well i know that i can do something if i put my, my mind to it I wouldn't have much of a technical background to begin with. And even since joining the academy, uh, the first courses I, I took weren't the most technical ones. You don't, that's not at all what people are looking for, really, unless it's specifically for a, a programming position. If anything, it's just a bonus. The main thing that's helped me is just reaching out, just messaging, typing a, an email, typing a message. And even if half the time I, I got—I re- was rejected or they said, no, thank you, uh, the other half of the time, they said, yeah, sure, we, we could use some help. How can, what can you do? go full-time crypto, I think the biggest obstacle that most people face is trying to balance their, their normal life with going full-time crypto. It's called full-time for a reason. If there's anything in your schedule that you dread every week you're, you're dreading and you wish you could just skip over it, that's something you need to cut out. It's not just your your weekly schedule and what you're doing and your, the time that you're spending, but it's also your mental. If you're thinking about something else and something else is eating up all your mental energy, you're not going to be able to give 100% to crypto. On Tech Academy helped me in just bringing me the knowledge of crypto, of blockchain, of being able to understand it. It, it taught me the vocabulary that you need to have in this uh, in this industry. You can kind of tell when someone knows what they're talking about by the words they use, like distributed ledger technology. I used to say that without knowing what it actually meant. You know, that's where on Tech Academy helped. Whenever I would hear Ivan say something and I didn't understand what that word meant, I would look it up. My, my knowledge just, just grew uh, immensely.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, If you're interested in um, getting involved in crypto, I think you should look up Ivan on Tech. I'm 23 years
4: old. I'm an academy.
0: Uh, Ivan on Tech uh, Academy is awesome. Awesome. What can I say? I am a member. Uh, Yeah, there is pricing. Um, What is the current pricing? Uh, we're, we're going to look that up right now and the current pricing is, hey, eh, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. I don't know. Can't we see what the current pricing is? Uh, 22 bucks a month billed annually. So that's 200 for a year, uh, 250 for a year. Uh, professional, uh, uh, 117 a month billed annually. So you know well, that's that's a little more expensive. Um, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's a great deal though. I think the basic would be enough to get started. Um, uh, they they have uh, a tremendous uh, operation. Um, you can really kickstart your career. There's no question about it. And I really, um, uh, believe in them and will highly recommend them. Um, there you go. So what's next? Um, that's Morales for you. Um, we talked about Morales. Oh yeah. This is cool. Um, I don't know if I can use this uh, video. I tried to find a really good video intro for um, crypto zombies. (laughs) This is pretty amazing tool. Uh, Loom has this great uh, 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 tool called Loom, which they're using uh, the Loom network. To employ blockchain interoperability, but it's 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 not that that I'm looking for. I think Morales is maybe a little bit better uh, right now for that. What I really wanted to look up was their um, training, and uh, in particular, where is it? It's crypto zombies. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Uh, No, that's not it, I'm looking for it, Uh, oh, here we go, No, that's, those are tools for Ethereum development, um, where did I, oh, wait, uh, now I kind of remember, kind of barely where I put it. Okay. Uh, Yes. Boom. All right. This is what I was looking for. Uh, Learn to code blockchain dApps by building simple games. Crypto Zombies is an interactive tool school that teaches you all things technical about blockchains, learn to make smart contracts in Solidity or Libra by making your own crypto collectibles game. It's cool. cryptozombies.io cryptozombies.io. Check it out. Um I I prefer the Solidity track. I think you'll do a lot uh better there. You can learn how to program uh blockchains um, it's really cool and fun and well-designed and has tremendous amount of support. Um, I don't have enough time today to cover it uh, fully, so I won't. Um, I will just uh, reiterate that you guys are the reason that I do this. I do this for you. Um, Bitcoin is hope. Bitcoin is hope. Um, that goes across... Uh, you know, just about all sectors. Um, we covered a bunch of, of news today. Uh, apparently, I got more news uh, going. Um, a CryptoPunk wearing 3D glasses um, uh, just got uh, sold for $1 million. Um, it's uh, in the NFT space, non fungible tokens, the ability to uniquely identify an element and, uh, have it, um, be sold, you know, ownership, uh, changes hands and, uh, it can be sold for any amount of money. And, uh, this is, uh, uh, only t- 286 of the 10,000 crypto punks have 3d glasses. um, Apparently, Punk 561 bought for 375 ETH, about a million bucks, um, and that's the Crypto Punk right there. Um, so what makes the Punk so special? Only 115 of the 10,000 collection have top hats. This is one of them, and only 286 have 3D glasses. These small accessories are becoming massive factors when punks are up for auction. Uh, minor visual details paired with the larger punk movement are propelling crypto punks into mainstream collectibles, and uh, it's 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 amazing. A million bucks for this. One million dollars. Oh. Yeah, you can't even see me. One million dollars for this. Uh crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um well, I won't spend much time on this. Uh just just know you heard about it first from me. Um uh yeah, there's there's a, a, a number of uh stories that I would love to cover with you. Uh, and they may have to wait until next week. Um, love Shiba Inu. Um, um, I think, uh, meme.com is something you also need to look at as well. Meme.com. Uh, oh wait, you're not even seeing what I'm seeing. So that's weird. Um, uh okay. Uh yeah, you didn't even see the punk when I was looking at it. And I wanted to show it to you. But um in the meantime, I guess uh <laughs> I guess it's time for me to go. Um one more thing I want to show you is um did I say? Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know what I was talking about then. Uh, uh, crypto punk sells for one million. Is that the right one? No. No. Yikes. No. yeah but where is a picture of oh, there he is? Well, that's one of them yeah well, whatever um sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I'll get the hang of this. I promise I will get the hang of this, and I'll get better at uh switching. I like switching multiple browsers um uh, it works for me um. Thanks, everybody. Um, Peace out. Bitcoin Doctor signing off.